Hello, and welcome to another episode of Soundtrack Spotlight on Riot Radio. I'm your host, Stuart Bennell. Joining me once again is Valentina Barros. This program is going to discuss and listen to the music from some of our favorite movies. Today, we're talking about Legally Blonde, directed by Robert Lukatik. We're going to start off our show with the song from the opening credits, which is Perfect Day by Hoku. Now, this song had me thinking that this movie was going to be a typical romantic comedy, very early 2000s chick flick right at the beginning. And I think that was kind of the point. But the movie did have a tonal shift a little past the halfway mark where it turns into a legal drama at the end, which was just excellent. But I'm reasonably certain that that was a conscious decision. And they sort of lulled you into thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to be is going to just be a chick flick. And then they just sort of did a bait and switch. And I loved it. I, I, I just loved it. That's it. No notes. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it also had the perfect mix between being a chick flick and being a legal drama. And it and it wasn't it wasn't hard to watch it. It wasn't like a, a rough transition. It was very smooth. Because on one of the scenes, you can actually see the protagonist changing her whole, not her whole style, but the way she studies and moves and does things to adapt mostly to the environment she she's actually in, but never losing who she really is. Because you see in the beginning, you see Elle being all like California girl and like with everything pink and her furry pen and her, her pink, pink paper. And then when you get into the legal legal drama that when she changes and becomes more of a a lawyer, let's say, she's she still well, she changes a little bit her clothing, but she always keeps uh I think one of the things she always keeps is her furry pen and her dog bruiser as a part of who she really is. And then does the whole transition in the legal drama when she's done pretending to be something she's not in, ter- in terms of clothing because she's really easy. She really is smart and she earned her, her spot in the as a, as a lawyer. Let's uh, dive into some of the soundtrack because the soundtrack for this movie is excellent. So without any further ado, here is Perfect Day by Hoku. Sun's up, it's a little after 12. Make breakfast for myself.
downtown, walking fast, faces pass and I'm homebound. Staring blank we had, just making the way, making the way through the crowd. And I need you, and I miss you, and now I This song is such a meme. It's <laughs> it's it's been a meme for years. But back in 2001, when Legally Blonde came out, it was just it was just a song. 
it's kind of wild to have listened to a song as a meme for years and years and years and then go back and hear it in a movie being played at an emotional down point completely unironically whenever (laughs) i heard this movie i think about i i know exactly what you're saying this song is a meme because of the movie white chicks and um I, I I watched the movie, the White Chicks movie first, and then I watched Legally Blonde. And then I, I, when I first heard it, I was like, I've heard this song before. And then, <laughs> but I couldn't remember where. And then I remember, oh, it was the scene in the car in this movie. I was like, oh my God, that, that, that I, I thought of this song as a funny song. And then they played this movie. And I was like, it is not actually a funny song. It is a breakup song. Well, not a breakup song though. Um... It's a song that it's not about a breakup, but it sounds like a song about a breakup because of the kind of sad, uh, sad tone. Yeah, kind of it's thing. it's it's in that. But it's weird... not. It's not breakup because I think she says, "I will walk a thousand miles just to be with you." Or yeah, it's it's this weird balance of ballad and uptune, and it. I don't know. It's 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 a good song, and I think that we shouldn't discount it as being a good song just because it's been made a meme, you know. No, it it is a good song. It's, uh, apart from being in this movie and being a meme, when you actually hear the song, it is a good song. It's it's an oldie. It is it is old, but it is a good song overall. Yeah. Let's uh let let's head on to this next song. It's uh this is a brilliant song uh for a montage it's uh it's it's a tune called uh watch me shine by joanna pasiti and 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 talk about this montage i love it that was i think this is my favorite part of the entire movie because I I, i mean anybody who's been listening to our podcast for any amount of time knows how much we love montages so i know (laughs) (laughs) it's like i I don't know what it is but i feel like every soundtrack manager for every movie they either really love montages or they hate montages and they want to make up for it by putting one of the best songs under the montage i don't know which of those it is but that's my theory my theory is that there are strong feelings toward montages so they always get some of the best music I know, I completely agree with that. So when I watched the movie, I didn't focus. Like, I love the song, but the montage is something else. Because you can see, like, and I love how she went from from being, because I think in this scene is the costume, where she was in a costume. So she went from being in a costume and being all, like, friendly to people and, like, trying to have a good time at Harvard and everyone was, like, with their computers and, like, all focused and already doing assignments when it was just the first day. And then she she transitions to that, to being to being that person, like, them, like, having their computer, doing assignments all the time. She even does, um, she even does workouts and watches uh, law programs. And it she never loses who she is, which is the beautiful part of the movie because she transforms to these people and she becomes a law student with all the tools computer studying everything but you can see that she does it in her way because what i what is funny and i noticed about the movie is that everyone has a black laptop like um 
with the old black laptops and she has like an apple one and it's it's white and and orange which is like obviously stands out in the crowd it's very 2000s i i just remember seeing that and just going wow what a blast from the past but you're right like fundamentally l's character doesn't change one of her best character traits is spite like a lot a lot of her motivation in this movie is just spite like the whole reason she applied for harvard law school in the beginning was because she was spiteful about having been broken up with which is understandable and she was like no i'm gonna do this to prove that i'm worth it and then in this montage the same guy tells her that she's not smart enough for something and she goes oh yeah watch me and then she studies her butt yeah. off and it's just excellent it's just brilliant it's, it's i spite is such a powerful motivator oh it is yeah, yeah. now th- this is a great tune so let's uh let's give it a listen here's watch me shine by joanna Pasidi, right here on soundtrack spotlight I'm 
You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate right here on Soundtrack Spotlight. Now, I don't know about you, Valentina, but for me, this song just brings back very, very weird memories. Back in the 80s, there was this sex ed PSA, and it must have stayed on TV until, at the very least, the early 2000s. And it's this 
really rough CGI mouse singing this song to a piece of cheese on a mouse trap. It's just really weird. Um, now I'm glad I, I haven't seen that. Oh God. I mean, it's <laughs> on YouTube. It's it's on okay, YouTube. I won't look it up. No, I won't watch it. It's, it's so weird, but it's sorry. It's it's just really weird, and because it came out in the eighties, that means that pretty much everybody who watched this movie when it came out knew about it when they watched the movie. Oh my god! I, but I, enough of weird CGI mice. After her first day of classes at Harvard, Elle goes to a salon in Boston, and she meets this woman who just lacks confidence because she's down on her luck and life has not been kind. And one of the things that Elle is really good at is helping women embrace their femininity and give themselves a confidence boost. And that confidence boost is everything. And one of the things... It really is. Well, ain't that the truth? There's this UPS guy that Paulette really, really likes, and she just doesn't really have the confidence to say anything. And Elle teaches her a technique called the bend and snap, which is supposed to guarantee second dates. I don't understand how that works. (laughs) I just don't get it. Anyway, so she teaches her this technique and this guy comes in while You Sexy Thing is playing in the salon. And Paulette is like, okay, it's time to try it. And she does. And when she snaps after the bend and snap, she breaks the guy's nose with the back of her head and it is one of the funniest moments in the entire movie. I was confident she was going to like she was going to do something. Like when she was the bent and snap was going to be good. But then she pulls that and I was like, "Why? Why? You are doing so good." And she and it's not even because it happened casually. She staged the whole thing. Because you are supposed to sign a UPS like confirmation waiver. And she had the pen and then she remembered. And then she looked at the pen. She looked at the guy and then she's like, oops, I dropped it. <laughs> so I was like, you not only staged the whole thing, you also ruined it. Please. I love that scene. But it's like, oh, my God, I, I cringe. It, it gives me cringe vibes every time I watch it. It's like, no, if you at least stage something, you should perform it well. Not. That was a big character development moment for Paulette too. So yeah, you know, I, spoiler I mean, alert: she got the guy because of that. And yeah, and and you know what? It's it's very reminiscent of how things work in real life. Like sometimes you'll try to do something and it won't work, but you sort of navigate around the fallout to make it work. And I think you, that's you learn from great. your mistakes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's about all the time we've got for now thank you so much for listening to stay updated on the next episode and to make suggestions and requests for future episodes make sure to follow me at banel stewart and at dcsi riot radio on twitter we're going to close out this episode with one girl revolution by super Thank you.
kept waiting to be heard I'll shoot the shot, bang, that you hear around the world And I'm a one-girl revolution I'm a one-girl revolution I'm a one-girl revolution Some people see the revolution But most only see the girl I can lose my heart and freedom If my fear defines my world I declare my independence From the critics and their stones I can find my revolution I can learn to stand alone Shoot the shot, bang, that you hear around the world And I'm a one-girl revolution I'm a one-girl revolution I'm a one-girl revolution Revolution 